If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am super excited that you decided to show up for yourself. And, you know, I have to say, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to show up for yourself and join me. And if you are returning, shout outs to you for being a real one. I appreciate your constant support and for you showing up for yourself. Look, this has been an incredible journey. Every month, I'm getting closer to the year mark, and I couldn't be more grateful for everyone who has supported, you know, from the Bay to New York, D.C., North Carolina, Nigeria, Spain, France, Italy, uh, so many different places, the Netherlands. I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. Different, you know, people are tuning in and listening with their hearts. So, look, if I didn't name the city, state, country, republic that you are tuning into, know that you showing up has not gone unnoticed and you are appreciated. Look, I, like so many other people, have been taking advantage of this downtime, right? I am actually in a city called Turlock, California right now, visiting family and I was like, okay, I need to just get what I am about to say off of my chest. You probably hear this car starting up behind me, but it was important because I am taking this time very seriously. I'm also taking this time to recalibrate and create and realign and so many other things. And it has been important that I be kind to myself during this time. I've always struggled with downtime and idle time because I've had to learn the importance of being still, you know, and if you've joined me on tour before, you've probably heard me say that I'm a recovering perfectionist. It is true. I have struggled with the need to perfect things. I've never felt the need to be perfect if that, you know, isn't too much of an oxymoron, but I like doing things really well, right? And greatness is always a goal of mine. Whatever I wanted, whatever I do, I set out for it to be great. You know, my standard of greatness is different from others, right? But I'm like, okay, this has to be great. Always front of mind for me. But what has come to mind time and time again during, you know, this downtime is a piece of advice that a mentor shared with me, I think about six years ago now. And I was talking about my life goals, my plans, next steps, and all these other things in between. And she said some really, you know, really applicable things to me. But the most profound thing that she said to me during that conversation was, Lydia, perfection is the enemy of greatness. 
So that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk about perfection being the enemy of greatness because there have been so many things that I've set out to do. And while, you know, I thought that they were to a high standard and whatever the case may have been, perfection has often gotten my way. And one of the things that I do not want to persist is to have or feel the need to be perfect and not be great. I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but that is the subject matter for today. Perfection is the enemy of greatness. I am a writer. I'm a storyteller. I'm someone who is passionate about communicating and communicating effectively, right? And as a writer, I've been told, just free write. Just sit down, let it flow, and then edit later. And I say that because in life, I have edited a lot along the way. And there's nothing wrong with editing, right? Especially someone who, you know, aims to, you know, be great. You're like, okay, let me just edit this. As a writer, I'm always like, okay, oh, was this edited? Okay, let me read this out loud. Let me do X, Y, and Z, right? But what happens is, is that sometimes we go throughout life and we're trying to edit along our journeys and our processes when we should just be flowing, right? I I give the, the you know the reference of writing just to you know contrast and compare it to life because so many of us have had that experience we're not living we're not flowing we're going through and we're editing and oftentimes I feel like we're editing out our greatness or we're delaying the process because we're editing along the way and we're not allowing ourselves to just flow, be free. I can't tell you how many times I legit have started something over and have had a million rough drafts. And if I probably would have just committed, not even the first time, right? Maybe the fifth time to what it was that I set out to do, that I would have done it well and have been more effective and probably been a little bit more pleased with the results if I would have just committed to that that one draft, right? You, oh gosh, I love, you know, uh, the saying it always takes a rough draft to form a masterpiece. It's true, but it also goes to say that you don't have to have a million rough drafts to form a masterpiece. You know, when I think about art, I think about all the pieces that, you know, were, cre- were created in, you know, if not one sitting over time, but the person committed to it, right? And what is it? The Mona Lisa is not even done and is considered to be a masterpiece. Um, So many great pieces over time. The goal wasn't perfection. And what comes to mind is something that, you know, I was told also done is better than perfect because, Sometimes we don't finish things because we want them to be perfect. And I am someone who who loves completing a task and doing what I said I was going to do and following through on my word. But oftentimes it takes longer when perfection is the goal. So it's like if you want to just do it, get it done and not worry about it being perfect. You know, when I think about you know, when I think about being a recovering perfectionist, I think about how 
harsh I have been to myself. I, like so many other people, believe that I am my harshest critic. And it is so true. But I believe that perfection is the enemy of greatness as it relates to our personal development and growth as well. You know, I don't personally think that I can be great if I'm not being kind to myself, if I'm not extending grace and mercy to myself. So I really want to share that with someone who is struggling with the need to always, you know, be excellent and superb. You know, on the last stop of the Get My Life tour, when I spoke with two close friends of mine, the episode titled I Got You Sis, we talked about resilience, right? And how there's this idea that resilience isn't natural. You shouldn't have to need to be resilient and how, you know, a lot of people, you know, are tired or exhausted from being resilient. I think a lot of us are tired because we're not being kind to ourselves because we are being so harsh and so hard on ourselves and we're not extending that grace and mercy that we we need, right? I think it's one thing if someone else is being, you know, a little bit hmm, too hard on us or, you know, they could be a little bit more kind. It's It's almost like we can get over that, right? It's like, I know for certain that I can bounce back from someone being a little bit too harsh or critical of me. But when it comes to me, oh my gosh, the recovery process is so much longer. I know I'm not the only person. Oh my gosh. I know somebody out there feels me because there is everywhere you go, you have to take yourself with you. Okay. And if you are not practicing being kind to yourself in one setting, it's really hard to be kind to yourself in another setting. You know, it's almost like you assume the role of a person who is just nasty to yourself, right? That That is just, okay, I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but I hope you get what I mean, right? Perfection is the enemy of your own greatness, your own ability to be kind and merciful and, you know, gracious to yourself. And I think that is so key because if you're the person who is beating yourself up along the way, you may make it to where it is that you're on your way to, but there's no point in you showing up bloody and bruised and callous because you are the person who could not extend grace to yourself. Oh my goodness. I feel like I want to define perfection a bit. I think we have a a basic understanding of it, or let me speak for myself. I have a basic understanding of the definition perfection, but as defined by the new Oxford American Dictionary, perfection is the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws or defects. Oh, that's good. See, I think about perfection as being flawless at times, right? But I think that that often changes as well, right? I think we become flawed and defective when our goal is perfection, Let me personalize it. 
So I've been very harsh to myself and I am like, girl, you need to be kind. I think I'm nicer to others than I am to myself at times. And it sounds really bad out loud, but it's the honest to God truth. And I have to be honest about it because I think there are other people who may be able to resonate with that. You know, I don't want to be someone who I don't like being in relationship with. And I think a lot of us are, or we run or, and hide from ourselves oftentimes when we are perfectionists and the person who we're trying to perfect is ourself and there's no need for that. Right. And I think we become flawed. You know, I'm talking about a lot about being kind um, to yourself, but I also want to say that, you know, it's important to be kind to others. Of course, y'all know I love being kind to people, but I will say that I know a number of perfectionists and they are not the nicest people on earth. And that may be their flaw, right? It's hard to master perfection. I think about it all the time. And while I talk about being a recovering perfectionist, I think I say that often because I have gotten in my own way trying to be perfect. And now I don't want to be like, I don't want to be. People truly aspire to be perfect. And that is, you know, it becomes a problem at some point, right? Uh, I think we've seen it play out in movies or in our personal relationships or through whatever examples or experiences that we may have had. But I don't want to be perfect. Oh my gosh, I want to be great. I want to be great. When I think about, you know, perfection being an enemy, I take that very personally because, oh my gosh, I I don't want that kind of smoke. Like, I don't know how else to say it. I don't want that smoke. I want to be great. If perfection is the thing that would stop me from being great, then I, I cannot be perfect, you know, because something can be perfect, but it's not for you. You know, that's perfect for you. Have you ever heard that before? Has someone ever told you that? Like, oh, that's good. That's good for you. Or that's perfect for you. I don't want to be in a condition that is not useful to someone else. And it's because I have a servant heart and because I, I want to be used by the most high. You know, perfection doesn't resonate with everyone else. You know, I'm someone who has a lot of grit and ambition and like many others or like everyone else, I have a story regardless if it is, you know, one thing or the next. But perfection is not the goal. I don't think a lot of people can resonate with perfect. And if they do, that's perfectly fine. I just may not be that person. But if anything is my enemy, I want it to be perfection. You know, we love talking about, you know, different forms of excellence. Um more so in my community, black excellence, right? But sometimes that gets a little tiring, right? We don't have the opportunity or luxury or privilege of being a mediocre, but I think in striving for excellence, so much gets lost around, you know, during the process. You know, not everyone is going to be excellent. Not every condition is going to be excellent or perfect. And it is almost unrealistic, or let me just say, in my opinion, it is unrealistic to expect that every time. Um, it causes a lot of tension. 
it um, places false expectations on things. And I, I really believe it's why we struggle in battle um, with ourselves so much because, you know, it doesn't leave much room for anything else. You know, uh, it doesn't leave room for sensitivity, for social and emotional learning and engaging. I just, mm-hmm, you tell me because I just don't want to. Okay, so, you know, oh, how long have I been a perfectionist? Eh. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I want to say it's a long time. You know, I think I've always tried to outdo myself. And in doing so, I honestly can say that I have, oh, y'all. At one point, I I really feel like I became performance oriented. And that's hard to say out loud, but because perfection was my goal, I think that it set a stage for me to always show up a certain way. And I felt like at some point there was no turning back. And I was like, ah. And I don't think I was becoming anyone else, but I most definitely became more of a people pleaser, even if that sounds crazy, it's the truth. And I wasn't showing up as my authentic self because I thought that I had to go above and beyond each and every time. And there were things that I didn't agree with along the way, to be quite honest. But, you know, perfection sets the stage for certain things. And I don't think that, you know, it's fair for us to have to show up the same way Every time we enter different spaces, consistency is important. And that's not to be confused with what I'm saying, but perfection sets a different stage for us. And it's hard to show up because at some point you're not doing it for you. And if you are, you might be a little bit too rehearsed. And I don't know if that's how you want to live your life. That's not how I want to live my life. Okay. So I've talked about Perfection being the enemy of greatness. I've talked about being kind to myself, extending grace and mercy. And I'm really thinking about my mic drop moment. It's really short, but I think it may be a little bit complex. But I'm not going to elaborate because I want it to mean what it means to you. And I want to leave it up to your interpretation. So my mic drop moment this week or on this stop of the tour is perfection doesn't have to be one of your standards. Look, I am, I'm sitting with this. I have wrestled with this, but I am a believer that perfection is the enemy of greatness. And I hope that, you know, what I've said has resonated with you. This stop on the tour is shorter than the last stop because I wanted to be kind because the last stop on the tour was quite long, but I hope that you got what you needed. You know, I wanted to be clear. I wanted to be short and concise and I wanted to really reach that person who needed to hear that. And I really hope that you hear me with all of who you are, right? Look, I really don't have much else to say. 
but I'm so grateful that you tuned in. I am so looking forward to the next stop on the tour. It is going to be good. I tell you that you do not want to miss it. And I am not giving away who the guest is. You are just going to have to stay tuned. Look, if you want to stay connected with me, be sure to do so by getting at the Get My Life Tour on all social platforms and staying connected with me at Lydia C. Blanco on all social platforms as well. Check out the GetMyLifeTour.com and... If you are interested, join the Get My Life Tour backstage, which is our Facebook community. I am so glad that you decided to show up for yourself and take the time to take center stage with me. Like always, it has been real. Peace. Peace.